Good morning. It is time to wake up and be wealthy. Ah, I love a good Monday. I have to share a big win that I'm just like so freaking proud of. I actually have two big wins and I would love for you to share some of yours in the DMs with me because we don't do that enough as women. So we have had a huge struggle with getting Emma to sleep in her own bed for the last few months. She like, and we've had these uh, waves in her sleep schedule since she was a baby where she'll do like really, really good. And then it's like, (laughs) it's like this, um, period, period of time that it is the opposite and no one's getting good sleep and all the things And no matter what we try, like we try all, we pull out all the stops. So last night she was just so, so tired And so I did give her some melatonin. We sprayed some of like this dream spray that my friend Julie suggested. And I laid with her for a little bit. And I said, why don't you just stay here for a little bit and I'll come back and get you um, if I need to, just to make her feel safe. And we actually don't have a child lock on her door. We don't want her to feel trapped, which I guess you could probably argue that that's probably half the battle because she'll like come out of her bed and come in ours. But it just, it feels good to me um, to not have that anymore. Cause she's, I want to treat her like a big girl. Um, and so uh, she stayed in her bed the whole night and I was able to do a night meditation. Um, night meditations do not get enough uh, praise. Um, I have this app. It's like night. I guess it's not night, but it's called hypnosis, um, meditations. That's not exactly what it's called, but, um, uh, that's what it is. And I like put my headphones on. I get such good sleep myself when I do those meditations. And I, I just think, I just feel like it's like seeping into my brain, even if I don't hear everything. And so last night was about creating miracles which was beautiful. And I just got such an amazing quality night of sleep. So don't underestimate a quality night of sleep. Um, So it's just perfect for what we're talking about today, because today we're talking about how to revive your marriage, which is laughable when you have young kids. Um, So this is an open topic that I really want to talk about, because there's so many women that are like, um how, like when, how, right? And it it feels almost impossible, especially if you are a super busy entrepreneur and throw in some kids into there. And, you know, obviously we're about to embark on a recession. We just got out of a pandemic, right? Like there's lots and lots of challenges, um, which can create it to be very, very hard to have a a rock solid marriage. And so I just want to share some of my, like what has worked for us. Um, I am no relationship or marriage expert, but it's about to be our seven year marriage. We've known each other since we were super young. Um, and we've seen each other grow and change and evolve. Um, and so, I think I I feel like I've learned a thing or two. And so I do want to share it just in case it can be valuable. And baby number two is about to be here. Um, So there's that. And then my second win before my pregnancy brain forgets um, is I stayed off social media for a whole fucking day yesterday. It was just something that was on my heart. Um, And 
I have, I told my husband about it in the morning for accountability. And then I told my team member about it. And then I did send out an email if you're on my email list about it. Um, I just, I, I needed people to know, so I didn't like break my own rule. Um, but I checked my screen time and I spent last week 27 hours just on my phone. So that's not even counting um, if I did anything on my computer, 27 hours on social media alone, 27 hours. Okay. So this is a perfect segue into reviving your marriage because we, yes, there are challenges right now, right? Like there will always be challenges because it's a thing called life, right? But we say that we're so overwhelmed, we're so busy, but like, I don't need to be doing 27 hours on social media. Like that's not necessary. Like, even if I did a fraction of that, and like my husband's like, you could totally like schedule out posts, like no one has to know. And I'm like, you're right. Like, and I just love like when he gets like into it with me um, from like a business standpoint, because um, <laughs> it's like he does welding and machining. So, but he like listens to like some sports podcasts and follows a few people. And um, so it was just really cute when he does stuff like that. He's like, you could schedule out some posts and, you know, have like, if you want to check in and do stories, you could do that. But then you'd have to like, you know, quickly get off social media. I was like, I could even like send stories to my team and they could, they could post them, right? Like they, I don't have to be the one that's posting them if I feel like I'm going to be tempted because how many times do you go on social and you don't even know why you're there? And, and I even found myself yesterday, my thumb was trying to go to those places. And so it's just a good reminder of like, where else could we use that time? I'm like, I could build so many products in 27 hours between designing them, creating them, recording them and marketing them. Like 27 hours is a lot of fucking time. That is time that I can spend on decluttering my house. That is time that I can spend on being a better mother and being a better wife, right? Like the things that actually fucking matter, right? So it was just this big wake up call for me of like, damn, I'm giving up, giving up a lot of my time to what? Like, what do I have to show for the 27 hours? Like, did I make a million dollars from that? Did I make $10,000 $10, from that? Like, yes, I believe in building relationships and yes, I love connecting with people and seeing what's going on in their world. But that's a little much. And that was actually lower than the week before. I should probably look at what it was the week before because I turned on some screen time limits on my phone last week because I already felt like it was a, I don't want to say a problem, but it was getting out of hand. Um, and so I think it's just so easy, especially if you are marketing your business online, that it's so easy to be like, well, I need to be on social media. So I just encourage you to check in on your screen time, do a day detox. As as long as social media has been a thing, I have never done a whole day off of social media. So now I'm like, could I do two days? Could I do three days, right? Like what could I do a whole week and see what I could really, really accomplish? To do a week, I would love to make sure that like I still have content going out though. Um, just so for my own sanity, it, like I'm still present, I'm still there. But like, it's kind of like the stubborn side of me is like, could I do it? Like, it would be a giant fun experiment that I really want to do before I give birth. Um, so it was just, it was a huge eye opener. So it's a perfect segue, again, like I said, 
to this topic because we we are we're giving up so much of our time and I even found myself we got Emma to bed last night it took a lot a lot of trial and error but then like we all both of us just like sat downstairs Jared put um Harley to bed and he put his arm around me and like we just sat there and like I was still working on like some back-end things on FG funnels um but he put his arm around me and I cry and like we just sat there on the couch together and um he watched football and we were just together and like it felt just so good um and I just felt like I was a more present mom yesterday um and parenting and disciplining as much as I don't like to discipline but I had more patience my mind didn't feel like it was wandering as much um it's just so easy if you see like a comment or if you check your dms and someone has like a billing question oh my gosh um, anything like that. So I really, like, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Like it was life changing to be quite honest. Um, it's not the whole point of this podcast, but, um, it was just shocking to me that, you know, from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, how one thing could make such a big impact, uh, on my life. So I can't imagine, what a weekend and a week would do. So I'll, I'll keep you updated anyways. Um, so let's talk about reviving your marriage. So, um, if you know anything about, um, the five love language, excuse me, the five love languages, it's a book. There is a quiz. We took it when we, uh, either right when we got married or right after, I think it might've been right after. So what I love about the five love love languages is the quiz. So even if you don't read the book, you can Google five love languages quiz. It's free. Um, I took it and then I asked the questions to Jared so I could get his results. (laughs) And um, our love languages, I would be curious to do it again um, just because it's been seven years. So, but I could easily guess what ours are now that I know so much about it. But they are, the five love languages are quality time, acts of service, physical touch, gifts, and words of affirmation. So everyone on this planet um, receives love and gives love in those five, those five categories. Um, and so what's beautiful about this is if your, if your love language is, let's say, gifts, and someone else is that's not a top love language for them and you keep giving them gifts and you're like ah, ah, like they don't seem excited about them like I, I i love giving them gifts it makes me so happy and you're kind of like there's this block it's because they speak a different language right so more than likely maybe they their top um love language is quality time they keep wanting to like just hang out with you or spend time with you, um, or talk to you. Right. And you're like, this is so annoying. Like, why do they want to spend so much time with me or talk to me? It's because that's their top love language. And so almost think of it as speaking literally different languages, like English, um, versus like French. Right. And so, um, if, they, if we speak different languages, it, it, it creates a lot of barriers of like, what are you actually saying to me, right? So I love the five langu- love languages for that reason, because when you can start to understand how someone is trying to communicate their love to you, even if it's not your 
top love language, you can appreciate it so much more and understand that like, wow, they really do love me. Like they filled up my gas tank for me. They mowed the grass, right? Like they cleaned up the kitchen. Like, and so you can start to look in your marriage for how the other person is showing up. Um, and so if there's a very much lack at that moment, it can be hard to want to do things on the other side. But what I can tell you is when you can start to understand what their love language is, then you can be the the leader. You can start showing up and pouring into them. And then without you even saying anything, we'll help them pour back into you. So if that's like where you're at from a marriage standpoint, um, it can be massive. I don't know if it was in the five love language book, or I think it might've been a different book, but a guy felt very alone in his marriage. And so for X amount of time every day, he wrote down one thing he loved about his wife from that day. And that experiment helped him fall madly in love with his wife again, like within, I think it was like 90 days or something. And every day he wrote it, wrote down something and nothing else changed. That was it. But he started to notice the blessings, the beauty about her, um, what she was actually doing, right? Like, and before he was just focused on lack, 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 right? And what we attract uh, expands. And so he actually gave that gift to his wife and like shared everything with him, with her. And they like really revived their marriage. So it's like, it's crazy because like the solutions are right in front of us. And so if we keep focusing on like, oh, we never have time together because of our children or oh, he doesn't love me or um, he doesn't get me or my business or support me or anything like that. We're going to keep attracting that and expanding that. And so it, as hard as it may feel and be, we get to really shift. And I do believe one person can really revive a marriage on their own. Um, because someone's got to be the first, right? And although would it be nice for the other person to be the first? Yes, but like, it's not always going to be that way. And maybe there's going to be another chapter in your life where they're the first, right? So like, if you're feeling that way and it's on your heart, then be the first, right? Like take the lead and let's move forward and revive this marriage. Um, we, before I got pregnant, we were doing weekly date nights where we would get a sitter every Thursday. I really, really did enjoy that. We did take a pause on that um, just because then we got a puppy. And what do you do with the puppy when the sitter is here? Um, so, because she's not, she wasn't very much trained and she was nibbling. So we did take a pause from that. And we got pregnant. It was like, okay, let's take a moment to breathe. But we have enrolled. Um, my mother-in-law and a few date nights just to like keep that going, which is huge. Last night we were even talking about, uh, we really wanted to do like a full week baby moon and it would just, it hasn't felt like it's landing as easy, um, between both of our schedules and, um, dog and Emma's school and all the things. So we're like, okay, what about like a hotel staying, even if it's just here in Columbus, which also goes great with our money goals because originally I really wanted to go to Hawaii and like we can afford to go to Hawaii, but my husband's like, 
we really want the dream house. That's going to take away from the dream house fund. Are you wanting to do that? And I was like, eh, like maybe we like save Hawaii for a 10 year marriage, um, 10 year, which is in a couple years, which then kids will be a little bit older. That will be easy from a babysitting standpoint, et cetera. And like, honestly, like we could start saving for it now. Right. And then it's like no big deal. So pretty cool. So, so be flexible, right? Like I had my heart set on Hawaii so badly um, because I just took a group there and I really wanted us to get back as a couple. And so um, we were just talking about it and didn't align with our goals. So um, I was like, okay, let's do a hotel stay. And Jared's like, okay, let's, yeah, I'm totally down to do that. Um, we like talk about like intimacy for a hot second, like physical touch, right? Like you have to get freaking creative when you have young children. Like it is the hardest thing. No one's talking about this. Um, like, especially if you have a kiddo that doesn't want to sleep in their own bed, right? Like, and we work, like my husband goes to work at 5 a.m., and he's done by 2.30 and he picks up Emma and then we come home and we have family time and then it's bath time and trying to get her to bed, right? Which we haven't been successful in in the past few months. So she's gone to our bed. So you can you can fill in the blanks there of like how difficult that is to have like intimate time with your significant other. And so we've had to get super creative with like showers on the weekends and you know, random date nights every now and then. Um, so I am proud of us because it has not been easy to make it work. Um, but we have gotten as creative as we possibly can. Um, and so I'm like, I told him the other day, I was like, won't it be so nice when like kids are grown and we just like look at each other and be like, you want to? And it's like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) It's not like this huge production. Um, so, so yeah, ours definitely from a love language standpoint is quality time. So, um, that has been huge. So I really protect my, uh, afternoons and evenings. Um, it has felt so good when they get home from school that I'm done with work. Like, oh my gosh, so good. Like Emma will walk into my home office and she's like, all done with work. And I'm like, yeah, baby, all done. And she goes, yay. And like, I know, I know that is so big. Like I love working and she, she gets it like on some level she is getting it. And, but like, just to say to her, yes, baby, all done at three, like they get home at like three forty, um, and we go get a snack. Sometimes we go outside, um, Jared's then able to, which I do love this too. Like since he wakes up so early and he's like diving right into work, he doesn't really get any alone time. So like we've worked out a flow of like, he gets to like go run and shower. And then like, um, I focus on Emma and then like we have family time. So like, it's just getting in a freaking rhythm, right? Rhythm, routine, flow, um, communicating, Uh, we've really worked hard on talking on our finances. Um, one thing that I will share, I know this is getting to be a little bit longer than we normally do on podcasts, but, um, we have all of our money go into one account and we each have our own accounts for spending like extra money. And so in our budget, we have an allotment every single week that we each get, And this has been beautiful for buying each other gifts, buying ourselves things. Um, So that has been huge. 
Um, obviously we have a big goal for our dream house and we're getting closer and closer and closer. We're less than six months away, um, from having what we need. So it is really being very intentional right now. So we're cooking more because that's a big area for us. We love to, we love to just be like, oh, let's eat out. Like it's just, it is what it is. And it's probably again, the season of life where you don't have much energy, to, to think about what do we want to eat, cook and eat and do all the things and do dishes and all the things, um, which when baby comes here, I am fully expecting to be the thing and I'm okay with that. Um, but in these next few months, like we agreed, like, let's do more cooking and um, we're just being intentional about our budget. Um, there's more than enough and it's just being again, attention intentional. So that way we can make the numbers work for us. Um, so we we're constantly discussing, um, finances and just like how it's feeling, what it's looking like. Um, and that feels really, really good too. So it's just like a lot of freaking communication. Um, and then from a schedule standpoint, we have a calendar on our fridge because if I gave him access to my Google calendar, it would give him a panic attack. And he, he's like, I don't want to see it. <laughs> so I only have like the relevant things to our family on there, whether it be things um, that all of us are doing or I'm going to be out for. So like I have a conference coming up. So that's on there. So he can see it and look at it anytime he wants to or needs to. Um, so, and then we're in the kitchen so much too. So it'll bring up like, Hey, like we always are revisiting the calendar, like, Hey, this is coming up. Um, and that's been super helpful just to like be on the same page and talk through things. Obviously there's a lot of logistics with children. Um, it's only going to get more. Um, and like last week, uh, I had a networking event on Wednesday, which is Emma's dance night. So we all went to dance. And then um, I left and then he was able to finish. So it's just like really being partners is a big deal to me um, and just communicating on all the levels and then like add in as much fun as we can, right? Like even just little things um, have been huge. So that is like in a nutshell what we're doing right now with the season, excuse me, the season of life that we're in and um, it hasn't always been easy when Emma was little. It was very, very challenging, if I'm being honest. Um, so I, I just want to make sure that like we are being very intentional going into baby number two, which I feel like I'm, we're just different humans now. Five years later, I feel like we're not kids anymore. And like I've worked on my mindset so much and we've worked on our marriage so much. So I feel like we have just like this super, super strong foundation. And I think when you're a parent for the first time, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Versus like time number two, like we just have more of an understanding. Like there'll still be challenges, like that's life. But I just feel like we have such a better baseline so we can work through it, which is great. So, but yeah, I think it's little things that add up and I just can't, I can't stress enough the five love languages over the, over the years have just been so, so helpful, um, to be able to, um, have a stronger relationship together. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Totally check your screen time. 
And if you feel called, do a social media detox. You don't have to, you don't have to like tell the whole social media world either. Um, like, I don't think I'll ever announce it on social media. I will talk about it on my email list and, and, and to you, but I don't think I'll ever be like, Hey, I was gone yesterday. Cause that's not what I want them to pay attention to. Right. So, um, that's only for insiders only. So have a fabulous day and I'll talk to you tomorrow.